and welcome to the Weird World Podcast. This is actually part two of a two-parter on Keith Reinhard. I'm Carrie. I'm Emma. I'm Dean. Good and pronunciation Dean, there. Dean's Good emphasis finish there. finish it. Well, because last time I thought maybe it was Reinhardt and you were just saying it weird because you do that. Oh, okay. Thanks. <laughs> I think. No, actually, I don't think. No, thanks. Keith Reinhard is his name. This is part two. Let me give you a little recap. Let's start with a recap here. Good idea, because I've already forgotten. Oh, that's great. I remember <laughs> every single thing you said. Good. I remember the story. I just don't remember where we left off. Well, part one, we learned that Keith Reinhard, a man from Chicago, was having a little bit of a midlife crisis, and he moved to a little town in Colorado called Silverplume. He's going to stay away from there for three months, he thought, and you know, write a book and find himself, right? But what he found out, was that the guy who had rented the shop space before him named Tom Young had disappeared about nine months before, walked up to the mountains with a dog, never seen again. He became kind of obsessed with that story of Tom Young. He started writing it into a novel, or at least kind of taking parts of the story and writing it into a novel with the phenomenal protagonist name of... Guy Gibson. Yeah, Guy Gibson. I'm so That's good. Wow. That's good. Yeah, Carrie's like, uh. I've no idea. Carrie doesn't I remember the remember last that. sentence, <laughs> I mean, of this episode. It's, so, we're Carrie's like, can kinda, you recap again? We're kind of worried, so. <laughs> we are worried. It's it's a, it's a problem. Certain things just don't stick. That's true. <laughs> Guy Gibson didn't stick. Okay. Do you remember that he, um, that Keith was having a hard time. Things weren't going great. The business mm-hmm. wasn't going well there. He was trying to sell antiques and mat photographs. Yep. Which, and that he was kind of having writer's block, and then, boom, in, uh, I think it's the end of July 31st, 1988, when Keith had been there about less than two months, they found Tom Young's body. Yes, mm-hmm. I do recall I do. that. One week later, if you recall, Keith Reinhard told some friends around town that he was going up for a hike. At 4.30 p.m. At 4.30 p.m. In just the schmutz on his back. Yes. A Jeans, very, tennis. The schmutz on his back. And a flannel shirt. Okay, the schmutz on his back it actually says jeans, <laughs> tennis, and a flannel shirt. So she was I, saying that just to impress us yes, with her memory. Yes, okay, yes. That was good. And I was also translating for the listeners. Yes, that's good. Oh, from the, Emma to English. The, mm-hmm. From schmutz meaning, okay. <laughs> I don't know why I said schmutz. I know that's not the right word. No. <laughs> not at all. It's and schmutz, right? Like it, just the, I've yeah. heard people, whatever, okay. go on. <laughs> You're the one who wanted to be Jewish. <laughs> you can't, wow. So he, she still says Chinooka. No, I don't say Chinooka. She does, she does. Was a dreadle. So Keith himself then disappeared. He did not come home, and they were looking around for him. They sent a massive search, mm-hmm. went out there by, by the state, and four days into that search, a plane crashed, killing one, one injuring person. a second. They mm-hmm. called up the search. That's where we stopped. And that's pretty much, that really more or less brings us into the <laughs> What the hell happened here? I, I thought yeah. you were going to say, that's actually the end of the story. We just <laughs> got tired. We just got a little tuckered and don't know why we made this a two-parter. Now, so let's start with what happened to Tom Young. That mystery predates Keith's anyway, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's Silver Plume in 1987, as you recall, when Tom disappeared. The coroner 
said suicide. Remember, he was found, his body was found with a bullet hole through the, his, his skull, his skeletal, his skeletal remains were found with a bullet hole through the skull. <laughs> I know my mom's laughing because there's a podcast we listen to. It's a good podcast, but the guy, when he says skeletal, uh-huh. every time he says skeletal. <laughs> skeletal. No and Australian listeners, listen, please, because he's Australian, the podcaster, and is he the super ominous guy that talks in a very, very dark voice? Yeah. Uh, yes, yes. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> and do all Australian people say, say skeletal, skeletal instead of skeletal? And it's just a, you know. He also says regional. urine, which bothers yeah, you a that lot. That can't be right instead <laughs> of urine. So, so they found Tom's skeletal remains and his dogs, and they found bullet holes in both of the skulls of those animals. And Tom, recall, was kind of a loner. He was sort of thought of as a little bit strange. He was searching for meaning in his life, much like Keith was. So maybe he didn't find it, and it ended it on the side of a mountain. That's And again, that's what the coroner yeah. said. said that it was suicide. Is he the one that he said he was going to Europe, right? Yes. yes. Yeah. And they found out he never bought a, a ticket, yeah. and he just sort of walked out of town with his dog and up the mountain. Tom had just bought the pistol that was found next to his body, Four days before he made that last walk with his dog, yeah. with his dog Gus. So one of the biggest problems, for the locals anyway, with this scenario, the suicide scenario, is that he loved the dog. He loved Gus. He would never shoot Gus. Why would he shoot Gus? Doesn't make any sense to them. Mm-hmm. Well, so, it makes perfect sense. Tell us, because I think it's an easy answer. Yeah, he, he thought the dog w- wouldn't have a happy life without him. Yeah. He was. He didn't want to leave the dog alone. Yeah. He didn't so. want the dog to experience the pain of, of being abandoned by him. Yeah. So it's incredibly selfish, but yes. completely explicable. Yeah, yes. I'm sure it happens yeah. routinely. Yeah, almost expected. From you know, again, he's a loner. It's just him and his level mud. Yeah, that's the exact scenario in which you shoot your dog when you're going to shoot. I yourself. know there's a lot of people who are open about having suicidal thoughts, and they say what stops them is their animal knowing their animal that they love is going to feel abandoned. Yeah. So it's not out of the realm of possibility that someone who goes as far as to commit suicide would kill their beloved animal with them. That's tr- yeah, 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 I suppose. But apparently that wasn't enough. Or if, yeah, if you believe I the guess. suicide theory, then that wasn't enough. And he had no friends in Silver Plume. Who was going to take care of right. Gus? He, mm-hmm. he just, yeah. like, he didn't trust anyone mm-hmm. to take care of Gus. Yeah. So he thought, in his own twisted way, he mm-hmm. thought it was best for Gus. Carrie, of course, had a theory yesterday. She posited that possibly it was a murder-suicide. Gus, Gus murdered killed. Tom and then yeah. committed suicide. It's still a possibility. It's still a possibility. We brought up the lack of opposable thumbs. But I guess you could hold the, the gun with one paw and the trigger with another. Mm-hmm. It's possible. She also said possible murder-murder. She did do that. Yes. Yeah. Yes. She doesn't understand the phrase double murder. No. Yeah. Murder, okay. murder. <laughs> that's true. Yeah. But remember I those things? You probably, you probably all I, no, I do remember okay. that, but I, I also think that's unlikely. Okay. As long as you think it's unlikely, Since that's it was good. his gun. Yes. Not Gus's, the dog's gun. You're right. It's a good point. Gus did not buy nope. that gun, Tom Murder, did. murder mm-hmm. would have to be a third person. Yes. A third party. Now, that's I, I, what I'm talking about right I know, now. I know. Okay. We'll talk about that in a minute, too, by the okay. way. So, still... It, it, to, to me, and I think to you guys, it's not the suicide theory. Theory certainly fits, and the argument that he wouldn't have done that for Gus is is not it's silly. very strong. Yeah. I get why people want to make sense of it. Like, yeah. no, I don't want to believe that this person did that, so I'm gonna n- not let myself. 
Yeah. Yeah. But people just love mysteries. Yeah. And thank God. Because, hey. Because <laughs> we have a podcast about that. But, but you know, sometimes you do make things yeah. mysterious that aren't. Well, because uh, why, why would a father commit suicide somewhere where he knows his wife or child is going to find his body in a horrible state? You know, if you love your wife and child, you would never, you'd never do that to them. Okay. But they do it all the time. They Same do. thing. Unsolved Mysteries, the TV show, <laughs> the back the old the old school Unsolved Mysteries, when they had Robert Stack <laughs> as the host. I don't know why. I said. That's not how he talked. No, it's not. He's not that bad from how he talked. Rob, I'm Robert Stack, and this is Unsolved Mysteries. No, I have no idea. I don't, no. It was a long time ago. I don't remember. I'm surprised you remember even being alive. It was in the, like the <laughs> 80s and the 90s, right? We watched it all the time. I know. Yeah. But you don't remember You can't yesterday. possibly remember it because oh, you I, don't remember Oh, I remember the like, 80s better than oh, I remember yesterday. Okay. Well, that's a sign, but okay. Mm, yeah. It's a sign of getting old. Yeah. Yeah. Unsolved Mysteries investigated this case back, I think, 1990. They aired it. And they claimed there that the bullets in Tom's gun... Uh, I'm sorry. Yeah, the bullets in, in, that were found in Tom and Gus's skulls, I guess... Did not match the ballistics of his Smith and Weston 38 that he had bought and was found next to him. They said really? that they didn't match. I, that's not entirely true. In fact, it's not true. Everything I've read says not that they tested the ballistics and found they didn't match, it's that they did not right. test the ballistics for gun at all. So if you want to say, and the bullets didn't match. Well, you can say that only in the sense that you didn't test it. Right. Mm-hmm. So, no, that's, that's, I don't know. I, yeah. I haven't seen that episode. I don't remember that episode. I didn't go and watch it. I have no idea what episode it was. The yeah. episode on Keith Reinhardt. And, but that, that's misleading at best. So, yeah. you, if you want to accuse the, we talked about the yesterday, were they lazy? Were they cheap to not have run the ballistics? Or were they just assuming this looks like a suicide? That's mm-hmm. the guns right there. Let's go. That's let's move what I on. Think. I think so. I too. agree. So the Unsolved Mysteries mystery is, doesn't make sense. Yeah, it, it, they're it, making it more mysterious I, than yes. it probably is. I think so, too. Which, so let's leave that, Tom, for a moment, and let's move on to Keith, the more mysterious, I think, mystery here by far. What happened to Keith Reinhardt? There are plenty of theories here, lots of theories here. The most simple one is obvious that he just got lost and he died of exposure or dehydration. But did he do it on purpose? We'll get to that in a minute. Okay. So let's save that for just a second. Okay, dokes. It gets cold, mm-hmm. though, up in the mountains. We, we know he didn't have the proper gear or clothes. He had, he schmutz. Did, he had some All he had schmutz. was schmutz <laughs> and a can of Coke. That's not enough. <laughs> he wasn't dressed, et cetera, et cetera. Once lost in the dark of night, this, I mean, you don't know what you want. There's a, I'm going to talk about it in a little bit. There's a more recent show on, called, on Travel Channel called Lost in the Wild with these two... People, I don't know, one's a, a journalist, I'm air quotes, and <laughs> one is, I don't, I'm not, I don't know what he is, to be honest, but I think he's a documentary filmmaker. Mm. And they do, like, they investigate these weird things that happen, people getting lost in the wild, and, they, and they, one of the episodes is on Keith Reinhardt. And they did, to, they, there's a sequence in there where they are walking up the mountain trying to kind of mimic what he did, and they start out about the same time that he started out, and it gets dark, and it's pitch black. It's about the same time of year as in the summer. And it's very dark, very dangerous, very steep slope. I, we talked about earlier about the, the rescue person said they had 60-degree slopes up there. It's really steep. It's not just an easy mm-hmm. yeah. hike. Yeah. It's, it's, it's not mountain climbing. You don't have to have special gear, but it's that netherworld in between a hike and mountain climbing where it's very yeah, steep slopes. Yeah, when you said that yesterday, I was like, God Yeah, damn. you can slip and fall very easily. Yeah. 
at end in the day, let alone at night. Yeah. And it's very, very dark. You can't see a thing in there. So so the obvious thing, he got lost, he died of dehydration or exposure. Mm-hmm. The end, and we just didn't find his body. We'll talk about the body in a second as well. Are there what happened to the um, wild, like scary, wild, dangerous animals? We'll get to that. We'll get that actually right now. Okay. (laughs) So maybe he was attacked by a A bear, bear. or more likely a cougar. A cougar. I was just demonstrating my memory. Good one. Can remembers bears and cougars, and that's not from the Wizard of Oz. (laughs) (laughs) I just well. Bears are. Mountain, some people call them mountain lions, so she thought maybe, okay. No scarecrows, though. Mm -mm. Not in this part of the country. No tigers, either. No tin men that I know of. Probably woodsmen. Flying monkeys? Yes, there are flying monkeys up here in Colorado, yes. (laughs) I mean, during certain seasons, because they migrate. (laughs) Mm -hmm. So one high school student, I I read this in one story, and I, I got the sense it didn't happen super long before Keith Reinhardt disappeared, but a high school student had gone jogging behind the high school campus, so not far out of town, and disappeared, didn't come home. They searched for him. They found his body two days later, horribly mauled. So they they hunted a cougar, shot the cougar, found his heart in the stomach (gasps) of the cougar. What? He was killed and eaten and partially eaten by a cougar. Unbelievable. They probably found other parts of his body, but sure. I don't see why not. I mean, they're going to prey on it. Maybe that was exciting, but they found body parts. It, the thing I read said that they found his heart yeah. in its stomach, but cougar attacks are really, really rare, but they're not unheard of, mm-hmm. and they do happen occasionally in Colorado, and that could certainly at least partially explain the lack of a body from Keith, because mm-hmm. it could have been partially preyed on by the cougar and then scavenged right. beyond, you know, beyond the ability to find it. Yeah. So. Did you know that there's a, some villages up very, very north, close to the North Pole, that they have to always carry a rifle with them because oh. they will come across polar bears. Polar bears routinely. Yes. They always have to carry a gun yeah. with them. Santa Claus. Mm-hmm. He has killed yep. many polar bears in his days. Yep. His suit is actually made of polar bear. Oh, is it really? Mm-hmm. I didn't mm-hmm. know that, but mm-hmm. it makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. Th- th- those things will eat you. Yeah. yeah. Polar bears are They're the one bear that will very much hunt and eat humans for yes. predation. Almost all, otherwise, almost all bear attacks are. Spore of the moment or protective mm-hmm. or defensive or surprise, something Even like grizzlies? that. Grizzlies? Yeah. Grizzlies, too. Most grizzly attacks, they think, huh. I mean, not everyone, but most grizzly attacks have been provoked. Pro- not provoked, but it's just like you got in between mm-hmm. it and its cubs or whatever. Yeah. Don't fuck with them. Scary. Polar bears, no. They see you, they'll hunt you and eat you. Yes. Because you are delicious. <laughs> and they are 100% carnivorous. Most bears, actually, majority of their diet is not meat. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Up here would have been just black bears, too. There's mm. no grizzly in Colorado. Right. So Keith may have met with an accident. So it's not just got lost but and, and wandered around until he died or not attacked by a cougar, but maybe he stumbled yeah. and he fell and he mm-hmm. died. There are cliffs, as I mentioned. There are steep, steep slopes. There's a lot of like kind of slippery shale, too, that you could have just, once it starts, you just got knocked around. Knocked unconscious, or, or, or and then died, or just or flat out or fell down a cliff and died. Especially because remember he's hiking at night. Yeah, easily just one wrong step, you won't even see it. Mm-hmm. So again, though, what we have of all of these is that it's odd that nothing, no remains whatsoever were discovered. I mean, they did an extensive search. Yeah, it was like a, the quote needle in a haystack, but still, 
Yeah. A lot of people in that mountain and have been a lot of people since. Yeah. And they found him. They found Tom Young and his dog. They found nothing of Keith Reinhardt, no sign whatsoever, still to this day. Yeah. 2020, almost 2021. By the time you listen, this probably 2021. Yeah. So Tom Young's body wasn't on any trail. And if it was scavenged by animals... You mean they, Keith Reinhardt? I'm sorry, Keith. Keith's, uh, I'm sorry. No, I, actually, I meant to say as Tom Young, as an example, his body was found and it wasn't like he was on the trail he was in the middle of nowhere too quote unquote mm-hmm. and they still found him it, incredible coincidence they found him maybe incredible luck they found tom maybe and they just haven't had that luck yet with finding keith's remains yeah so but this really is where the mine shafts come in to play mine oh. shafts oh yeah remember this is silver country yes mm-hmm. true hoping for gold got I silver dug it all over the mountain there are tons of mine shafts all over those hills some are really just like big holes puncturing the ground. Just mm. a, just a open hole in the ground. Jesus. They don't cover it up with anything? No, not at all. And, and it might be, okay, again, that, that show that was on that Travel uh, uh, Lost in the Wild show, they went down. The documentary guy, he went down one of them. It was probably a, I don't know, t- 10, 12, maybe 15 foot wide hole uh, you and not- just went straight down. You could not pay me enough money Mm-mm. to go down. Well, he had gear. Shaft. He had gear. He you did. You could not pay me gear. enough money or give me enough gear. <laughs> Never in a million years. How about a GoPro? Years. He also had a GoPro. No, nope. not for the GoPro. Nope. Um, he did go down, and he was kind of digging around, hoping to find Keith's body, and he didn't in this mine shaft. But there are lots and lots and lots of other mine shafts. But it showed one thing is very clear: if you do fall down one, you're not getting out. Yeah. So mm-hmm. he could have fallen down that mine shaft and it's got loose rocks. He could even have fallen into one and then never seen again because essentially the act of him falling could have pulled some of the rocks down over his body and then more could just fall down over the, over the next short time mm-hmm, yeah. and bury his body at the bottom with rocks, with big big rocks in the bottom of a mine shaft. No way. You're never yeah. going to find oh, that body. Oh, you're dead. Not only dead, but you're not going to find his body. Mm-hmm. If this is so, then this is one of the stupidest accidents ever. Because the problem with all of these theories I've said so far is what you brought up. What the hell was he doing out on mm-hmm. that mountain at that time of day right. in the first place? Mm-hmm. So these possibilities that we've talked about might explain how he died, but they don't explain why he put himself in a position to die mm-hmm. that he clearly did. Because that's a terrible way to commit suicide if that's what yeah. you're doing. And it was compl- just if it was an accident, it's a completely avoidable bout of mm-hmm. recklessness that right. defies any obvious explanation. Yeah. Yeah. And, and it's just so I'm going to go up there and die of thirst or exposure. I'm going to yeah. freeze to death or die of thirst up and I'm just going to walk until I die. Or, or possibly or, get attacked by an animal. Do we know that he didn't have a gun? No one does. I've never heard of him having a gun or any record of him having a gun. Presumably they would have checked records and seen yeah. it like, like Tom Young. They knew he bought a gun four yeah. days before he disappeared. So but what that does bring up, though, is maybe it was a, quote-unquote, normal suicide, that it was just, it's, <gasps> he went up to kill himself, but it's a sheer accident that his body has never been found. I have a theory. Or he just jumped into a shaft. Go ahead. He took a pocket full of pills with Ooh. his Diet oh. Coke, oh. or his Coke. Okay, so he went oh, and laid down one. somewhere, mm-hmm. or jumped into a mine shaft. And or crawled down a mine shaft mm-hmm. and took the pills and died, yeah. or killed himself by jumping into a mine shaft. Those latter two would would explain why his body has never been found, mm-hmm. yeah. as opposed to just I'm gonna go up there and see what happens. I'm gonna kill myself if I make it. I don't care if I die, right? And uh, you know, because but it, the not care now it, it almost it would have to be willful suicide because yeah. you're not yeah. gonna yeah you you had a hard time in the broad daylight 
with equipment. I mean, mm-hmm. you know, with with water and right. such. So it seems like it would have to be intentional suicide if he did do that. The argument against this, of course, is the obvious one from the family. Every time there's a, like we, you mm-hmm. know, a forty hours of mystery or whatever, and and the police think it's suicide, the family inevitably says, "Oh no, no, no." Yeah, they would never do that. His wife Carolyn said, "Quote." I don't think that Keith would be the type of person to walk away from his whole entire life and leave it behind him. What? She, she really? said with, without Carolyn? irony. He did that. G- give her a minute. <laughs> he loved the people in his life. He loved keeping in touch with them. And I don't think he could have left them all behind him. Quote, end, end quote. Now, Marie, I know you're down on, on Keith because he left his wife to go have. <laughs> a, but remember, it was a three-month sabbatical. He was either going to make a, a successful go over there or come back to his sports writing job in three months. He they weren't getting a divorce, anything like that. He didn't abandon them forever. He abandoned, he, he left them for three months, hoping to bring her with him as soon as he could. Uh-huh. So she's convinced, and the whole family is convinced that he would never have committed suicide. I, I, I think I've read some of this from his friends there too, like Ted Parker, who said I, completely again, he was he was so he was happy every day. I know some people yeah. can pretend to be happy, but he he did, he gave no outward indication yeah. that he was suicidal. Uh, how recent was Carolyn's last conversation with him? Before he disappeared? I don't have any idea. Yeah. I mean, had they been talking regularly? I'm sure they had. And yeah, they had. Making plans? I mean... I don't know. Sorry. Huh? I didn't... Um, I didn't get a, didn't a, call a, a, a search warrant for their phone <laughs> calls, unfortunately. <laughs> get her on the, on the line. Get Carolyn yeah. on the line? Okay. You know, unless they recorded their phone calls, I don't think a search warrant would have done you any good there. That's why. That's Detective what I was thinking. Dean. That's what I was thinking. Exactly. That's why I didn't bother to get a search warrant because I they they probably didn't record it. I mean, maybe, but yeah. probably not. Mm-hmm. So, but but it's nice of you to ask what exactly how many conversations they had beforehand because that's something I would know. She's just trying to make me look bad. No, you <laughs> clearly have quotes from Carolyn, so yes. maybe she mentioned it. <laughs> I was Maybe hoping she said, I just talked to him last Tuesday, and he she seemed didn't. fine. Nothing I read anyway says that, but, but I, they were in communication, yes. How long had he been there by the time this happened? Oh, this is be about two months. Okay. Because mm-hmm. it was early, first week of June. This is the August 7th or 8th when he went for his last Did Carolyn week. ever go for a visit or anything? No, or was she not that just I, I don't think see. so. Yeah, waiting for his antique business to yeah. fail and to come back. Yeah. And say, okay, you got out of your system now, Keith? Probably. That's probably exactly say, what you expect. You know what? I don't think I do. I'm going to go die. <laughs> I'm going to West Virginia. So, like we said, though, you just don't know what's going on behind the dark waters of the mind there. That is and true. And he could have been suicidal and no one knew about it. One of the last things he wrote was this passage from the narrator of his novel. Quote, once you know death, once you've accepted it, the fear is gone. All that remains is the anticipation. Mm-hmm. I don't want to read too much because it's fiction. Mm-hmm. He was writing a piece, and that's just, I don't know if that was a character speaking or, or just sort of the third person omniscient narrator. But, it, you know, that is, he was getting uh, a little bit metaphysical yeah. there at the end. So it's possible. The suicide angle is certainly not something anyone can rule out. Right. For sure. The next big mystery, I mean, stop and think. If Keith had not have done had had done this the way he did this, would we still be talking about it? Probably, because it's it's. I mean, <laughs> no. Say this had happened, he had disappeared after he he left at nine in the morning with plenty of water and a bunch of Nature Valley granola bars. Sponsors. Would he have 
would we would it be as mysterious? No, a no. big part of the mystery is what was he thinking? What yeah. was he doing? It doesn't. It yeah. negates these these obvious explanations. Yeah. A, a, but another big mystery here is this crazy, this insane coincidence of Keith's disappearance nine months after the person who had rented that same space did the same thing mm-hmm. and disappeared also. Yeah. Um, or, so lots of people have said, were they related? The two cases? The two or, cases, exactly. Okay. The two disappearances, yeah. And we know Tom was found eventually, but... We know this is like an, an old town, right? From yes. back in the, From the silver mining days. Something like that. Yeah. Perhaps their little mm. shop is haunted. Ooh, haunted. I was yes. not going to go. They better go on. Ghostesses. They got a little bit influenced by a malevolent ghost. An Ooh, with the shining. horror type of vibe. Exactly. I, more of a shining thing, right? Because the shining. shining. I haven't seen that movie. Well, the shining, actually, the movie with Jack, I've said this before. I'll say it again, goddammit. The Jack Nicholson version of the movie, Jack Nicholson, one of the greatest actors of all time, good. is terrible <laughs> for that role. Really? Because Jack Nicholson is a little he crazy. Looks crazy. He yeah. looks a little crazy already. You can see him murdering she- uh, Shelley Duvall with an axe. Yeah. Like, just we all like, could. We all could. Just that first glance. It should have been Ron Howard. Okay, maybe not exactly him, but um, someone very innocent and very oh just like, Who's oh, he's. The he, name? He, that's, the, not, that's not someone who would murder someone with an axe. The guy from Jaws. Richard Dreyfus? Yes. I don't mm. know why that popped into my head. He's nice. Mm. He was already a abusive alcoholic. He was an alcoholic. I don't think he was abusive. Yeah, was remember he, was he, he broke really? Danny's arm. Okay, yeah. oh, you're right, yeah. I don't okay. know if that was in the book, though. I don't know if that was it in the book either. It might not have been in the book. I don't think it was, because he might have been an alcoholic, but not. He wasn't abusive. Yeah. And the whole idea is that he's a, he's possessed. It's the, right. the home that possesses you, so maybe that shop space, that retail space, there's some evil demonic thing there. Yeah. Let's get mm-hmm. the Warrens. And so we can trap them and, and then arrest Justice them for being for awful. Justice for Shelley Duvall, though. But uh, yes, yes, that <laughs> very much her. was yes. So okay, I like that theory. Thank I you. I like yeah. that theory. I can vibe with that one for yeah, sure. Me too. Me too. But a lot of folks have thought this is not a coincidence. They at least they can't get past this amazing coincidence. They haven't looked up what the word coincidence means. Yeah. <laughs> but the, the sharing of the same retail space is kind of odd. So was there something in that shop? next to the KP Cafe that they both found, perhaps? Mm. Some hidden secret that both men stumbled upon and it cost them their lives or at least led them to do something dangerous or somewhere dangerous. A scavenger I mean, hunt. Uh, some kind of a treasure map, kind of. Yeah. yeah, but still you would gear up and go at a reasonable hour. One would think, yeah. Tom, also, would Tom leave behind the treasure map for Keith to then find it nine or ten months later. No, right. probably he would have taken not. It with him. He would yeah. take it with him. It was anything like that. Or, or is it some secret buried in, in the old books? Because the old books, I think, were still there mm-hmm. that Tom left. That's the impression I got anyway. Did he find something in an old book that was valuable somehow? Or maybe like an I don't know, an old mine or something. Not a treasure map, but an old assaying book or something indicated where there was some huge silver. Mine and uh, same argument though is, is that yeah. Tom would have yeah, probably hidden that somewhere you'd think are and Keith certainly wouldn't have gone doing this with a can of and coke then, at no. four thirty. Tom killing himself and his dog kind of doesn't match up with that super well, well. That would be somebody murdered him because yes, they knew exactly. about it and wanted it for themselves. Mm, I see. It, it, this is a, it's an intriguing enough angle that it's worth pondering, but there are some very quick holes. But yeah. yes, as Carrie said that. Would be then it would it would be murder murder it'd be murder of Tom and Gus 
back then because they, they knew what someone didn't want them to know and it would be murder of Keith when mm-hmm. he found out the same thing. Yeah. So is there something that ties them together through that shop that they both rented? Yeah. And hey, is that not okay. a coincidence? Okay, I got it. What? We're tying shit together. Yep, it mm-hmm. happened Go. to Tom. Yeah. So they killed him. Somebody yes. killed him. In the town. And they got the treasure map mm-hmm. or whatever. And then um, somehow Keith figured it out. He figured out who likely oh, I see. killed Tom. And he just had to check one more thing or something. Mm. Or he confronted them and they said, meet me here at this time. And, and then he got killed. Yeah. I think it's a big intriguing. town conspiracy. No, I don't think and it's maybe a big that's town why the sheriff didn't do ballistics. No, but the Why ballistics not? was for Tom, and I, I it totally well, yeah. it makes sense to me that they didn't ballistics. We found the gun right next to him. It's his gun. He's got a bullet in his head. Mm-hmm. Come How on, oh, I got another one. Ooh, I got another what's another? Wait, 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 hold on. Write that down if you have to. But I want to explore that because <laughs> that's a good one. So, because you know <laughs> what, I, I thought I'm it, good. At remember, he told Ted Parker, "Hey, I'm gonna be back by ten o'clock if I'm not sending the rescue team out for me." Because he was meeting someone up in the mountain yes. there. He wasn't really gonna climb all the way to the mountain. That's crazy, no. crazy. Yeah. I just made that up. This my new word. Craze, craze. <laughs> okay. And um, cray, cray, it's played out. It's craze, so craze. Out. So he met that person mm-hmm. somewhere on the mountain and thought, you know, I better tell Ted and yeah. tell a lot of people in town where I'm going in case, but you yeah. know, no one ever connected him to this suspicious mm. person who murdered him. Okay, go ahead. Um, everybody in town is a ghost. Okay. <gasps> or maybe, okay. no, they're not ghosts. They are the original inhabitants of the town. Oh. So ghosts from the 1800s, no. Or it's like all they stuck in time. Age. Yes, <gasps> they're stuck in time. Oh, that's good and when newcomers come, mm-hmm. after they've been there for a while, they're going to start to realize yeah. mm. these people don't age. It's been almost two months. These people aren't aging? That's crazy. <laughs> I better look into that. Nobody comes sure, in. Sure. You know, nobody, they don't like outsiders coming in. No, they, in. Don't. they don't. They act all nice to them. Mm-hmm. And somehow, because Keith knows Ted Parker... Mm-hmm. Somehow Ted Parker has a is an exception. Okay. For some reason they allow Ted Parker. Maybe he's, he's been a, there a very long time. He's a descendant, maybe. Maybe. Mm. Yes. Even though he and Keith grew up together in the Chicago area, that's fine. All right. Let's let's go with the descendant. You'd yeah. still be a descendant. Sure. Of sure. You're right. You you're right. Someone's you're right. fucking nephew. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Wow. Was <laughs> that language really necessary? <laughs> I don't think so. So. Yeah, I like I like both of those. I like that one a lot. More. They're both that super realistic so cool. and <laughs> rational. <laughs> First one's very realistic. Yeah, it is. Actually, is there a movie like that? We should write that script. I, like I think that. Dean Koontz may have written that. <laughs> I like oh, it. No, that's not Dean Koontz. It sounds like a like a goosebumps. It does. Another theory, though, is that Tom, I mean, they're still connected. Tom and Keith are connected, but connected in a different way. So, what if Tom had bought that pistol he bought four days before he disappeared, not for self harm, but for protection? Mm. So Tom was afraid of somebody. Mm-hmm. Here's the theory, that and this theory comes from that uh, Lost in the Wild episode, okay. and I was laughing out loud for <laughs> much of this. But Tom Young had experience, allegedly, as a medic and a nuclear specialist when in the army. What? I've, I don't know what that means. They don't never explain. He just he had experience with nuclear uh, stuff. Stuff. Yeah. Did he? Okay. I'll take your word for it. Or not. Oh my God. Information though is far thinner for for Tom Young than it is for Keith Reinhardt. So I have not been able to verify if that's true f- from other than that one source. Okay. Tom, according to the source, also had been stationed in West Germany. Keith 
this same show said had been in the army and also was allegedly stationed in West Germany for a time. Coincidence? Question mark, question mark, question mark. To which the obvious answer is, uh, yes. yes, of course it is. <laughs> there are thousands and thousands of American service people were stationed in West Germany and still are to this day. So it's not even that wild of a coincidence. Yeah. So, But still, they play it like that's just like, hmm, interesting, go on. But let's tease this out. An auto mechanic from the Denver area, he on this show alleged that he saw two men in hazmat suits dump nuclear waste in an abandoned mine shaft outside of Silver Plume. Okay. He says that those two hazmat guys were from the Rocky Flats Nuclear Power Facility, which is near Denver. Uh-huh. So let's pretend that this uh, ha- this alleged witness knew what it was, that it was nuclear waste that they were dumping, and also that he knew where the hazmat guys were from. And also... Rocky Flats only had that little bit of nuclear waste they needed to get rid of. They got to do it in Silver Plume, too. Jeez. Let's okay. also assume that he's able to follow them at night as this up this... Int- Incredibly treacherous yeah. landscape mm-hmm. as they were in a Jeep. I don't know what he was does without being detected. Turn the headlights off. Well, you'll go over a cliff pretty much immediately. Yeah. Right. So let's just say that all happened. And we'll just take his word for it. Regardless of whether that's believable or not, Tom Young, he had this alleged background in something nuclear. He got wind of this somehow. He got wind of this illegal dumping. Well, maybe he witnessed it also. He may have witnessed it when he's up there. Mm-hmm. Again, at night, they were doing, at least in this alleged incidents of the the um, auto mechanic, who, by the way, could not speak without oxygen. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> so Tom, we assume, must have dug into it, looked into it, learned too much, got in too deep, and naturally he then told everyone he was going to Europe, and then he, he walked his dog into the mountains because that's what you do when you are in fear from your life. Yeah, and the people life. from Rocky Flats shot him and his dog. Yeah, no, they have assassin team. Every nuclear yeah. power I believe, has a team of assassins. Yeah. Yes, that's stupid. So, I'm mean, not to say that Big Nuke has never had anybody killed, Karen Silk or Dave Box, but <laughs> I'm not saying, but I'm saying, but you know, this is a, is a little far fetched, especially considered as one source, and the source has no yeah. obvious way of knowing any of these things he's saying. Um, but also, what Tom then did doesn't indicate in any way, shape, or form that he was afraid for his life or anything like that. There's no indication from anybody else that he was doing any of these things that but he was said to be doing. But I have to say, I was in the room while you were watching that show. Oh, really? And the scene of the very dramatic scene of them going into the mine shaft oh, yes, with yes. the Geiger counters. With the Geiger counters, the radiation. Keeping we'll get track to that. Of, of the radiation. Yeah. Well, that's a good point, actually. <laughs> so, So in, in this show, they go into this this... A more of a horizontal mine shaft, so it's more like a like a long cave kind of mm. a thing. It's not one of those little ones that go straight down. And they have a Geiger counter, and the, the readings get more and more dangerous. Of the like, oh, is it two thousand? And they're literally running for their lives outside <laughs> of the thing because we're going to die of cancer immediately if we don't, if we stay in here for a long time. And it's like, okay, so we don't know if nuclear waste was dumped here, but that sure suggests it was. And, and they even have a little side say, yeah, there is natural radiation in these mountains, but <laughs> I don't think so. You know what you do? Ask a scientist. Right. Is that level? beyond the yeah. level of normal natural radiation, yeah. yes or no, in that area. I'm sure you can get an answer, and I'm sure they, if they did, they didn't bother to mention it <laughs> mm-hmm. on this show because the answer was, yeah, of course it is, you whiny little bitches. It was hilarious. <laughs> it was very funny. It was just, you know, dramatics for the sake of dramatics. But big, you know, so Big Nuke had Tom Young killed, or at least Rocky Flats Nuke did. So they then staged a suicide rather than just dump him 
where they dump the nuclear waste that has never been found to this day. Right. I don't know. I think dumping in the where they dumped the waste would be a better call, don't you? No, they wanted his body to be found, and they wanted it to look like a suicide to kind of discredit him, right? He was a kook. He was yeah. suicidal. If so, if they didn't know that he had told anyone else. Him, him just go missing would bring searchers and stuff, right? Yeah. Well, they, they did search for him, remember? Yeah. But they, they didn't necessarily not want him to be found. Because wasn't he like propped up against a tree or something yeah, like that? Yeah, but he was, so, yes. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, if you agree that this is a real thing, that they didn't, they didn't <laughs> mind I him being found. I but I'm saying. Okay. And they even shot his dog, though, Carrie. His dog. Was the dog no too much? Was the dog going to say No, yeah, but they also were animal lovers, and they uh, didn't want to leave a defenseless dog on the mountain by itself. That yeah. would have been cruel. You're right. They have a line. Big Nuke is well known as being animal yeah. lovers because yes. they've never experimented on animals. <laughs> I don't know if they have. I don't, I don't know. Probably. Probably. So <laughs> I have no idea. So this story again was on this travel channel show called Lost in the Wild. And, and during this, by the way, they, there's two co-hosts. One of them is named Kanga, like the mother of Rue in Winnie the Pooh. <laughs> mm-hmm. And they interview the mechanic. Every time he says something... They they these cutaways to, to, to they share this knowing nod with one another. This oh my god, this guy is like like every new reveal of his is just <laughs> dripping with truth and justice and righteousness. It's honestly every it's a revelation. They give these these, these just ridiculous. Like, oh my god, he is speaking some truth to power. Tell it, mechanic with the oxygen tank. Chank. They also share these triumphant glances when they spoke with a psychic named Cindy. Oh, God. About what happened to Keith and Tom. And she's discovering these truths. She's also telling them what happened to Keith and and Tom by automatic writing, which is where you Mm -hmm. take a pad and a pencil and you pretend like you're not writing, Mm -hmm. but you're writing. Mm -hmm. And we we know that because we can see you writing. Right. But it's not you. You're channeling someone. I'm not in control of this hand right now, obviously. So she says things like, Oh, I think you guys are looking for two men. Is that right? I'm getting, I'm getting that they both, they, they disappear. And one, I think one was found. Was one found? Yeah. But you're interested in, in the other one, right? You're more interested in the other one. Um, and they give these other stunned looks, right? These stunned looks like, oh my God, how can she know this? And she's telling them that, that they were both dead or whatever. Yeah. And these insights are remarkable because they assure the audience that they had not told Cindy what they were looking into, the case that they were looking into. They just told her and brought her to Silver Plume, Colorado. (laughs) So there's no way she could have Googled that in, oh, I don't know, four minutes Mm -hmm. and found out the only thing that's ever happened in Silver Plume that is worth anybody investigating. And then she, I mean, literally, she just gave the outlines of the story. Mm -hmm. Honest to God, it was... Did she mention the nuclear um, stuff? I don't remember if she did or not. Hmm. I don't remember. But, and they, they like want to talk to them. She's oh, I can't. She's using like little psychic jargon. No, yeah. It's just, it's, are you, you know, either you really are eating this stuff up, in which case Kanga and the other guy are the guy. I'm oh, sorry. Oh, Kanga was the girl? Kanga was the girl. The guy was, I don't know, Bob. I don't know his name. And <laughs> Eeyore. <laughs> it was not Eeyore. No, oh. I believe it was not. Okay. Either you are eating this up and you're insanely gullible, or. You're just doing this for the show, mm-hmm. which I would go. Yeah, with that I know, one. but it's kind of sleazy. Again, yeah. of course, these are on. It's all those travel Discovery Channel. That's all they do now 
is do very misleading, poorly researched, or deceitfully portrayed nonsense shows like this. It's just really um, too bad. I mean, this is a fascinating mystery without bullshit of Cindy the Psychic. Anyway, back to our story. That's <laughs> our side about Cindy the Psychic and uh, the guy with the oxygen. So Keith started looking into what happened to Tom Young. He found out about the whole nuclear waste dumping thing, the whole scandal there, and obviously Keith then had to be silenced in turn. That's the, that's this How to finish this idea. He, he researched. Found, found journals or something. He must have. Yeah, have he did share the same space. Yeah. Um, and the bad guys this time they had learned something, so they wisely dumped Keith's body in one of those nuclear waste dump mine, uh, shaft, mine shafts yeah. for him to never be found again. That's called learning. Mm-hmm. Really impressed, uh, nuclear waste, evil assassins. Uh, no, because it just brings more suspicion. It makes them more suspicious. Yes. Well, what, I mean, yeah, but maybe this time they couldn't make it look. Maybe he tried to run and he shot in the back. Carrie, you're not going to make that look like a That's suicide. True. They had to dump his body. So He could have found a cougar. He, could, <laughs> cougar. he should have probably done that, yes. Yeah. Or not. Or not that, oh, that's complete bullshit, and Tom Young was a suicide, as it looked. And then Keith's demise stemmed from, I don't know, some, something really dumb. Either it was a spur-of-the-moment decision that ended in a terrible accidental tragedy, and his body is now you know, turning to dust at the bottom of mineshaft, or, or he also committed suicide, something like that. Was he on any medication? Not that I know of. Hmm. But it does sound like his last hike was, was it the act of, a, of desperation, of a desperate man? Yeah. And he just didn't live to tell about it. Did he have some kind of a wild hair? I'm just going to go hike this mountain like that. And I, I'm not thinking about the consequences. Something yeah. like that. Or was Keith's final foray all that spur of the moment? Was he seeking inspiration? So back in Keith's rented home in Silver Plume, after he disappeared, they found his computer at his writing desk, right? And he had been writing. Next to the computer was an article about the disappearance of Tom Young, indicating he was still into that. On the computer itself, no doubt in word perfect, Probably. rest in peace, was a passage from his unfinished manuscript. It read, quote, mm-hmm. Guy Gibson changed into some hiking boots and donned a heavy flannel shirt. He understood it all now and his motivations. Guy closed the door and then walked off towards the lush, shadowless Colorado forest above. Was he trying to draw inspiration for his character from mm. acting out something his yeah. character did? Almost like you know he's going to get from real life mm-hmm. and then infuse it into his novel. Was he just trying to experience something his character experienced? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then had an accident. And had an accident, yeah. exactly. Yeah. His daughter Tiffany would say, quote, writers like to live the story they're writing about, get a feel of it so it's easier for them to write about it. Maybe my father, it's always possible, wanted to feel what it's like to disappear so he could write about it. Now, that's assuming his character disappeared, which I don't know if he did. I haven't read the, yeah. the, the unfinished novel, but that's something. I yeah. mean, did he, did he want to go up there and almost like want to get lost? And he right. said, if I'm not back by 10, come, come find me. me. Did he think they're yeah. going to find him? Yeah. Like, yeah, I might get cold. Um, he, but he didn't realize that it could be seriously cold. Maybe, you know, he's, yeah. it's, it's July. It's August, well, actually. Yeah. So, But also, he had never made it to the top of no, the mountain, right? He had so not. He pro- I'm sure he wasn't planning on going all the way to the top of the mountain. And he probably did not go all the way to the top. Yeah. No. 
but he may have gone up there for inspiration or even literally to get lost and, and feel viscerally what it's like to mm-hmm. be lost and be scared. Mm-hmm. Think at the end of the day, but they'll find me for sure. Right. I'll, I'll, my, I'll teeth rattle through at night, but they'll find me the next morning and they never found him. Yeah. Good God. Because he fell or something. Yes. He, yeah. Or, or, or did get horrifically lost, but that would explain the seeming stupidity of yeah, him of going it. up there how he went up there. Well, dang it. You saved that for the end. I'm sure that's what happened. Well, hold on, Carrie. Oh. Hold on. I got <laughs> another. more? It okay. could have been, was it something more nefarious, <laughs> Carrie? A little bit nefarious here. Here's where your hatred of Keith comes in. <laughs> Did Keith intend for that passage in his computer to be found and that it would provide some kind of a mystery to his own Ooh. disappearance? Mm. I like that because that's kind of my plan, too. Yeah. What the fuck? What? What? <laughs> I've mentioned it on this podcast. You're going to dis- you're you're gonna gonna make a like a like yeah. the Isdal woman or that Peter Bergman in Ireland. Right gonna... before I no 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 just for you guys. But oh, right just for I'm oh okay. Die, well, thank you. well I'm, we're going to talk I'm about it and probably say podcast. some weird mysterious stuff. Oh. Dean's not your father ever. <laughs> <laughs> that would not be bad. <laughs> I know I wouldn't be. So, I, I, so it's possible he was making a play, kind of becoming like minor league niche famous. That he was going to have. He's going to leave the only lasting memory that he could leave behind. Because again, he was, he was kind of like, I've never done anything kind yeah. of a thing. And now he's going to leave a lasting memory. And if so, this was not unlike the Peter Bergman case. Where in Ireland, remember that guy, in this case, he sought to be so weirdly anonymous, people talked about it and still talk about it. Wait, mm. so you think he was committing suicide? I think was, in this okay. scenario, he's committing suicide, exactly. Oh, but that's fucked up to do to your kids. It is, but he it's a way to... He clearly is not a... Yeah, if you suicide, person. I mean, yeah, he's he's been depressed and he's been down for a while now, right? So it's like Keith Reinhardt, the guy who wrote about local sports for a small Chicago newspaper, suddenly becomes Keith Reinhardt, the guy who disappeared in the mountains mm-hmm. and the guy that they talk about in podcast to this day. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and was probably writing the great American novel, right? I mean, this novel yeah. where the last part of it oh, yeah. is what happened in real life will be talked about. And yes, that's true. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. And that was the, that was the mystery. He had all this, the, yeah. oh, that, that's, that novel, that passage is very mysterious. How he went up there was very mysterious. Everything's so mysterious about it, and he was never found again, so maybe he did jump down a mine shaft knowing yeah. that's the best way to not be found again. Remember, he had been hiking up there many times. He knew about those mine shafts. Yeah. Or, one more for you, did Keith disappear not to leave the world with an aura of mystery, but not to literally leave the world at all. Did he plan on Keith Reinhardt's life ending with a kind of celebrity, right? Only to escape and start anew as someone else. Hmm. And then four days in to his disappearance, which is really his hiding out, a plane crashes, someone dies, he realizes even if he had intended to come back as Keith Reinhardt, that's not a possibility anymore. He would be a monster. Yeah. So he disappears into his new life forever as no longer Keith Reinhardt. Which in the late 80s is, was still somewhat possible. It's still possible now, but it's, but much, it's much more possible harder. then. Yeah. 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 Reinhardt was drinking at a little, they had a little soiree the night before, and he had been talking to a woman that the other party goers said they thought she was from Denver, and they thought her name was Greta or Gretchen, something like that, and he'd been talking to her a lot throughout the night. Did he, like Guy Gibson, walk out into the wild yonder only to reappear with Gretchen in Denver. And then, who knows? 
and there were supposed sightings of Keith later mm. on, by the way, over the ensuing years. Oh. None that were ever taken in, in seriously by investigators, but still, there were some sightings. So it'd be dumb to just go to Denver. Well, yeah. and, and from who Denver. knows from where? Yeah, yeah. But you know, from from there you go yeah. somewhere else. Oh, Denver's a big city. You can get lost in Denver. Wow. But still, did you just meet her that night? We don't know. Did he know her before that? Did they cook up some plot, or was he running away with her to start a new he life, went. or even just getting her to help? You know, pick him up in the mountain, right. take mm-hmm. him to Denver. He'll take it from there, kind of a thing. He He's going to start a new for life. Her. Yeah, this whole who knows? time it was for her. So if you're yeah. listening, Keith. Shoot us an email. Yeah. Give us a call. Ping us. And we, we would anyone. love to have you. We won't tell anyone. <laughs> we'll, um, we'll just have you on the podcast. We'll have you on the podcast. Just start your voice. Don't just say where, you, where you're from. Don't even say what your name is right now. Just, it was, you'd be about 81 or 82. But that's okay. Yeah. I'm yeah. sure you listen to podcasts. So please contact us as soon as you can and we'll get you on the show. So that's the, I mean, those last two are these other kind of. You know, one was to purposely go out there and commit suicide to, to leave a, a faint whiff of fame behind you. And the other one is to start a new life. And this the same thing, to leave this, the memory of Keith Reinhardt as something mysterious and interesting, but you're still alive and yeah. you're living out your days as somewhere else as some other name. Hmm. Or your body's on the mountain somewhere and we just haven't found it. Or the town is oh, either right. enchanted or cursed. Yes, and yes. They don't age, and they got to get rid of newbies. You know, I feel like they do age (laughs) because they've been, Ted Parker has been interviewed many, many times about it, and he's aged. He's part of it. He's He's aged, though. It's prosthetics. Oh, he he puts on old person makeup. I got it. Okay, I got you. Again, that's also going to be harder to do. No, he ages. Oh. Nobody else does. Nobody else does. Remember? Yeah, sorry. That's right. He's the descendant. He's the caretaker. Yeah. Yeah. And they always have to have one caretaker Mm -hmm. from outside. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I got it. No, I like it. Mm-hmm. That's a very real possibility, Karen. Thank you. That's a good contribution to the lore of this case. <laughs> I think it's that. probably, I would like it, well, I wouldn't like it to be, but the one that I like the best is that he wanted to leave a trail of infamy and, yeah. and be known for something. I not, think, mean, not infamy, but but to be known. To a be mystery. Known. Yeah. It's he, a purposeful a mystery. mystery. I think he, regardless of what happened, he was clearly a very unstable man that was probably going through a very intense mental breakdown. You have been hating on Keith and your <laughs> mother not a this bad, entire that's time. That's not a bad thing. He's not having a breakdown. Yes, he is. He so. walked up a mountain yeah, that was with dumb. no supplies. That was dumb. He was clearly going through something, yes, which is not a bad for thing. For sure that, yes. This is why I urge yeah. all men to just go to therapy. therapy. Don't yep. move to a different town uh, away I, from your wife and kids and, and kill yourself. Just I say, go to therapy. I say get a Miata and go to Silver Plume. No. But that's me. I'm I think he was probably going through some intense nervous breakdown the whole time. Yeah. He was in Silver Plume. Mm-hmm. Okay. I've been yeah. saying Silver Plath in my head this whole time. That's a different, that's a poet who killed herself. I know. I know. Head into <laughs> I know. Very different. Man. So, yeah. What do you think, Carrie? What was the second to the last one? The, the one I just said. F- yeah. Suicide by f- fame, by mystery. <laughs> mystery suicide. Intentionally mm, to leave a memory. No. No. Okay. You still going with the ghost or the enchanted? No. No. Okay. I think he, no, that he went up there just for some inspiration. Inspiration. Okay. Experience in the, writing the his one book. before that. Okay. And yeah. accidentally died. Yes. Yes. I, 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 I like that one too, to be honest with you. It explains. There's nothing nefarious. There's yeah. nothing. 
you know, it means he he wasn't depressed, he wasn't suicidal, he wasn't running away from his life. Mm-hmm. He was trying something new. Okay, I'm I'm backing Keith up on this one. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> about he, time he wanted to become a writer, yeah. and that's what he was. I mean, he was a writer. Yeah, so. I find that one equally as possible. Yeah, yeah. So it was, you know, he wanted to be able to. He wanted to be able to describe. Guy yeah. Gypsum getting lost mm-hmm. and the panic and the fear and, and what you did and something like that. And it just he just fell down a shaft. Yeah. Yeah. Good one. I like it. And well, that, I didn't come up with that one, but I like that one the best. You didn't? No. Who you did? did? Oh yeah. Well <laughs> you told no, the inspiration, yes. But um but the um the ghost, no. I'm not gonna take credit for that. That's all you. The enchanted ghost. I that's, know that. that's you. Okay. <laughs> I'm not sure you knew that. So yeah, I and I like I like the inspiration one too. Yes. And and again the the ten o'clock the the telling Ted Parker come basically come get me yeah if I'm not back that's that's his fail safe yeah, yeah. it just wasn't safe enough yeah and I don't I do think like there's that. any connection between him and Tom yeah well other than uh, you said he, he got obsessed with the case he was interested in yeah. It, yeah 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 no the the whole the nuclear thing no I mean, that's just, no that's ridiculous uh, that's it's literally an auto mechanic in Denver making shit up. And Years after the fact, yeah, right? and and they in this show when they went to talk to him, they literally didn't apparently didn't call him or contact him. They just knock on his door. He's like, "Who are you guys? Uh, I'm in a documentary. Where this is a, a journalist. Can we talk to you about your theories about Keith Reinhardt?" I swear to God, he's, "Yeah, come in." <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's that's how formal it is. And then they show him kind of, you know, miking up and and getting the the cameras ready and shit like that. And then he starts, you know, spouting off on his. Ridiculous. They don't challenge anything. Like, okay, again, hazmat suits. How did you know they're from Rocky Flats? How did you follow them without being noticed? How did you know it was nuclear waste they're dumping? Why aren't you dead? Well, right. who, who was None he th- telling this story to where they to found him? Bob and Kanga. No, they oh. they didn't just go oh, knocking I, I, on some guy's door. He's probably talked about it on the interwebs. I didn't, I didn't run across his story other than the, this show, so I don't know. They found yeah. out somehow. From, I'm sure I didn't read every source on the... Internet, but they found out that way somehow. Yeah. I'm sure. Or, or, you know what? They might have. They talked to a lot of people at Silver Plume, so maybe they talked to someone there who said, knew about "Hey, go it. to this guy's house." Crackpot. Yeah, this is claiming knucklehead. Yeah. yeah, I mean, it was that. That stuff's nonsense. Yeah. The the Keith Reinhardt, Tom Young. The coincidence is literally that it is a coincidence. Yeah. But that's what the word means. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Two people who shared the same space nine months apart. Both disappeared. Yes. One of which was found, but one of which has not been. That's not, I mean, that's that's a fascinating coincidence, but yeah. okay, calm down, M. Night. It's not <laughs> impossible. Yeah. Has this mystery and story attracted any tourists at all? Probably. Because I would like to go visit this place. Okay. We're going to arrange that. Yeah. Um, we're not going to arrange that. <laughs> On the way to West Virginia to see yes. the Mothman statue. We can go. We'll go. We'll stop by Silver Plume, Colorado. Nice. Okay, let's Thank do that. Okay. We really got to do a world, world world tour. Sure. Of sites. Who's at least gonna in pay for it? North America. Sponsors. <laughs> <laughs> Patreon. American Patreon. Airlines. You want to do a GoFundMe? Uh huh. Enterprise so, rent a car. Wow, Carrie's already pre. Yeah. She's okay. figuring it out. These okay. are all the services we're gonna use while okay. we're on the IHOPs. We'll eat at IHOP. I, well, <laughs> can we get? There's IHOPs everywhere. Panera's Panera. Can we do Panera? No, at least? we're not. There's lots of Paneras. There's Paneras in Colorado. That's where they're from, I think. We're so fucking bougie. Come on, man. Panera over IHOP. Okay, that's Jesus. Bouge. Yeah, of course it is. You're so, bougie. Yeah. Well. Have you Panera seen doesn't have pancakes. <laughs> what if I want pancakes? <laughs> Fine. Panera and IHOP. Fine. Okay. So. That's the Keith Reinhard disappearance. Uh, uh, again, never, 
Never been found. Still a mystery. Yeah. He's probably in a mine shaft somewhere. Yeah. Here's the thing, though. Even finding his body in a mine shaft, it still won't explain exactly what happened. It could be an inspiration. It could be the accident. It could be the suicide. Yeah. All those things will still be possible. Yep. Absolutely. Dang it, Keith. You should have been more explicit when you told Ted where you were going. You really should have. Yeah, write some down, dude. Yeah. Okay, I'm doing this for inspiration. I'm on the mountain. Please come find me. You should have... He should have been smart enough to understand, like, there... This is a risky thing I'm doing. Yes. There is a slight chance I don't come back. Mm -hmm. I should probably send a letter to my wife and kids or leave a note in my shop or home or whatever it may be. He was trusting Ted. So basically, it's your fault, Ted. Just kidding, Ted. Jesus. (laughs) Not at all. Okay, that's... Keith Reinhard, Carrie, tell the yeah. folks. That's the end of part two, by the way. Tell the folks. Weird World find. Podcast on or at gmail.com, on the internet, uh, at Facebook, <laughs> and Instagram, and Patreon. Okay. And even Weird World Pod on Twitter. Yes. I'm tweeting a little bit more now. You are. So Good there. for you, Dad. Yeah. I'm so yep. proud of you. Proud of myself. Thank you for listening to us. <laughs> Thank <laughs> you so much. Bye. Bye.